When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So the other day I received a suggestion for a, a topic of a video of a, of a podcast talking about maybe one of the most underrated, overlooked, and maybe the most important piece of prepping. This is from one of my patrons over on Patreon, a guy by the name of David. Uh, and, and rather than, than explain exactly what he's saying here, I'm just going to read out his entire uh, post here and then kind of expand on it uh, beyond there. So he starts out with, Hi Matt, I have a suggestion for a topic, which is a question of what the most important thing to have is when things go south. I mean, more than the type of silver to own. I mean, generally, I would submit the, mo- the most important thing to have is community at all levels, including family, church, town, network of good friends, etc. If you are an isolated isolated individual, no number of guns is going to save you if a gang shows up at your door. On the other hand, no gang is going to invade a town that has maintained its integrity. I was reflecting the other day that I don't own any guns. It's not all that easy here in Massachusetts. But my brother-in-law a few miles south has an arsenal. I've lived in this town for 25 years and have good relationships with a number of our cops. Some I would run with on a weekly 5K. Another I I used to coach in youth soccer. I know all my neighbors and we help each other out in times of trouble. People tend to stay in this town for generations, typical for New England. A woman who grew up in my house now lives next door to me. In times of serious trouble, I see these New England towns pulling together. Far different in California, where my brother lived for years, without ever meeting his neighbors or knowing their names. I think this is an excellent post, excellent suggestion from David. And and I would say that he's just about spot on for maybe one of the most important pieces of prepping. I mean, when, when the idea of prepping... Uh, the, the the term is just thrown out there and people initially get interested in it. A lot of it really centers around really superficial things, like literally things, uh, uh, guns, ammo, food, uh, a bug out bag, a, a, a cabin in the woods or wherever it is, a bunker. And that's what people think of as, as, as prepping. But of course, for a long time, I've talked about how, you know what, like at the end of the day, I think maybe one of the most important pieces of prepping is not so much the the the, the goods or the stuff that you're buying, but more so the the mental preparation, right? Mental preparation skills, etc. Things of of that nature. And and Dave makes a great point here, a great case for maybe community being the most important part of prepping. And, and I think that the big takeaway here is that you don't need to live in New England. You don't need to live in a small Massachusetts town. You don't need to live in a small town. Period in order to benefit from this type of community. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going to be more difficult if you're living in New York City, if you're living in Los Angeles, if you're living in a large metropolitan area with with a lot of people. Let's say you're living in an apartment complex with with hundreds, potentially, of, of people in the building. That makes things difficult, you know, far more difficult than a small New England town. 
or a small uh, suburban neighborhood to create this type of community. But I think it's possible. And I think he's absolutely spot on when he says that a network of friends, uh, a family of people that you trust is so important. And, and this can look so many different ways. But the big takeaway here is that isolation is probably not your best bet. There, there's maybe some pros to isolation, but as a whole, creating a network I think offers a ton of benefits. And, and so I, I want to take this to, to a couple different levels of, of types of community that you can have, okay? So let's say you are living, it doesn't matter where, what setting you're in, but let's say for this, for the, for the purposes of this, let's say you are living in a large apartment complex in, in a major metropolitan area. Hundreds of people within it, the the metropolitan metropolitan area, easy for me to say. Let's say is is five million people, okay, massive population, okay. And you you're new to this area. You're not a native of. Let's say you you moved from a rural area, or let's say you moved from uh, uh, halfway across the country. You don't really know anyone here. You know, even just one friend. It, it could be a coworker. Right, it could be uh, your next door uh, neighbor, whoever it is. One friend automatically, you, you put yourself at a greater advantage over somebody that doesn't have that friend or that one uh, person that you can trust at some level. Do you see what I'm saying here? Because now you can rely on that person to some extent for whatever it might be, whether it be uh, that whole idea of strength in numbers or whether it be a little bit of extra supplies or whatever. And of course, you have to understand that's a give and take. They're going to rely on you to some extent. And certainly, you know, for those of you that are major preppers and, and own tons of supplies and whatnot, you have to be careful with who you share that information with. But just one person, I mean, automatically you put yourself at an advantage, right? Now, what if you have five people, or 10 people, a network, right? Of, of people within an apartment or within a, a, a city block that know each other fairly well, or even just a network of coworkers within this large metro, metropolitan area. Even if you're spread out throughout the city, you have an advantage, right? Even if your goal is to get out of the city if things go south, um, you have an advantage. You can coordinate, you can um, coordinate with supplies. And that's just, you know, that's just on the basic level, right? You know, if you make uh, good enough friends with somebody in, in your apartment, you don't even need to necessarily share with them that you are a, a quote-unquote prepper or anything like that. If you form a, a great enough trust, uh, that alone can be enough to, to you know, when the time comes, say like, hey, uh, I didn't see, I kind of saw this coming. I'm, I'm somewhat prepared. Can we work together in this, right? Especially if you trust them and their character. I mean, you have to be careful. You have to be careful in choosing people of good character and whatnot. But that's just on the basic level. But you can take it to another level. Right. Let's say uh, you are living in a in a suburban community or a rural community, um, and you, you know you find enough you know like minded individuals. Even if even if you're not all into prepping, I mean, the 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 possibility for you to band together when things go really poorly um, is is far far greater if you have good relationships beforehand. So let's say you live in a small. You know, I uh, I, I uh, went to high school in a small rural town of you know 300 some people um it's a type of town where where if something went really poorly um it's it's like in those movies where, where people are moving from town to town uh in some sort of uh, apocalyptic scenario and and they move across that that country town and uh you have you know all the people uh, sitting at the few entrances to town and their pickup trucks you know rifles in hand and whatnot you know it, it sounds paranoid 
and maybe to some extent it is in some of those movies or those scenarios, but those towns, I mean, can you blame them? Why not use that type of community? Why not use those resources, right? Uh, another great example would be like a suburban neighborhood, right? Uh, maybe not even necessarily a gated community, but, you know, a, a big, long, um, you know, a cul-de-sac or, or a, maybe in a larger community. Um, if you can start some sort of rudimentary uh, beginnings of, 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 I guess, banding together, whether that be something like a community watch program, right? Maybe you know a couple of people in your neighborhood that are preppers or, or somewhat even move in that direction, then great. You guys can, can create some sort of plan. Um, and I don't want to make this sound like some sort of a fantasy situation where you're going to have people uh, up in, up in watch showers and other people like guarding the entrances with, with AR-15s. You don't have to go that far, but that type of community is so valuable. And you can even take it to the extreme. If you are so dead set on something terrible happening and and whatever, you you know, some people choose to move to, you know, very secluded uh, communities. Uh, I'm talking like like ranches or 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 uh, complexes out in you know the middle of nowhere, where they move there with a bunch of, of like-minded individuals or family members or whatever. Um, and you know, twenty people in something like that, it's you know, by today's social standards, it's not ideal by any means. But they're putting themselves at an advantage, right? They can all share pool resources, right? You don't individually have to worry about all of those different buckets that you need to to fill in terms of of uh, of prepping. That's an idea I think I took from Freedom Forest USA. But you know, the idea of of uh, protection and and food and water and medicine and fuel and shelter and all. No, I mean if you pool it all, then then you guys can share that type of responsibility. Don't get me wrong. These ideas of community, they, they, they share some risk. And I get it. Some people automatically will choose isolation over that because of that risk, right? What if somebody is has just poor character and there's somebody that can't be trusted? What if they're a loose cannon? What if they just don't quite get it? Like, do, do you want to be... Do you want to have that type of relationship with a neighbor who thinks like the idea of uh, you know the government not providing everything for them or 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 protecting them or the idea of everything kind of falling apart if they just can't even conceive of that idea you know do you want to be do you want to depend on that probably not you have to understand that it's going to be mostly a one-way relationship they might be depending on you right um, if you for whatever reason just don't trust people I get that. There's risks associated with it. You might fully trust somebody, and they might still, um, it might still uh, head in a poor direction. But I think that the benefits far outweigh the risks if you enter this with some wisdom and if you do this over a long period of time. There's a ton of value. Dave here in this post is absolutely right. Maybe the most important part of prepping is forming community, whether it's family, friends, neighborhood, uh, etc. Um, it offers you a ton of value. So. Uh, I guess my advice would be to to engage in that type of of, of community. Anyways, I mean, it's the, the great thing is is that what's the worst case scenario? I guess in terms of making all these preparations is that you never need them, and that's not really that's probably the best case scenario. But in terms of ever needing that type of community um, for for disaster purposes or something like that, well, then yeah, you, you never need to use it, right? Um, but you have that community anyways. You have those relationships anyways. And, and oftentimes, life is much better that way, 
right? If you have those types of relationships. Even in fact, you know, he brings up church, you know, as, as a piece of, of community. And that as well. I mean, think of the value in, in, in being a member of, of, you know, a church or of a congregation or whatever, you know. Um, whatever we're talking about, neighborhood, church, family, uh, at the end of the day, if if things are fine and, and everything we're saying here on this channel and here uh, in this space talking about how the economy is in terrible shape or or how vulnerable the electric grid is, power grid is, or, or uh, et cetera, whatever scenario you want to pick out, even if we're all wrong, well, at the end of the day, you, you, you made some friends, I guess. You, you built a community. So if nothing else, I, I think that's still a win. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Is this something you consider? Is this something you are intentional about? I mean, that's the thing here. You have to be intentional about forming this community, making these connections. Uh, is this something you, you practice personally? So let me know down below in the comment section, as always, you know, if you want to help this channel out, if you enjoy my content, the number one thing you can do, you've already done, and that is watch this video or listen to this podcast. And yes, I am on most po major podcast platforms. I've been talking about that a lot lately, but check me out if you prefer to listen over, over just watching. Uh, but then we're number one thing you can do, you've already done, and that's watch or listen. Beyond that, liking, commenting, subscribing. If you are in a podcast platform, leaving a review, giving me some star rating, depending on what platform it is. That helps me out a ton, and and that's really going above and beyond. So uh, if if you would be so kind as to do any of those things, I appreciate it a ton. But as always, I'm just happy to have you here in the first place. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless.